What up, guys? This is the Leafs Convo Podcast for Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario. OakRidgeFord.com. I'm NJ along with Mike. It is Thursday, March 5th, 2020. The Leafs at the LA Kings this evening. It's a little pregame combo for you, Michael. We didn't get a chance to talk after the Leafs loss in San Jose, but hey, that's okay. They had won three in a row prior. The beat goes on. Uh, good morning, Norm. Yeah, it does, but you have to sort of reflect on the fact that the Leafs won three games in a row that were key games against teams that were at least on par with them. Uh, you know, Florida, a few points behind them, Tampa Bay uh, ahead of them in the Atlantic Division, and Vancouver, who was battling for a playoff spot in the Western Conference. They come up against a team and they play three teams on this West Coast swing that are out of it, that are basically, you know, playing out the string. And they got outplayed dramatically by the San Jose Sharks. I have to say that, you know, Jack Campbell kept them in that game uh, going into the third period, to, uh, keeping it tied to two. They got outshot shot 18 to six in the second period, yet scored two goals, one nice one for Matthews and that unbelievable uh, play by Mitch Marner. But in the end, what, un, un, what just undid them, if that's a word, uh, it is, is yeah. The, the problem is, is that we've seen a couple times over the last month against Florida when they're up three to one against the Sabres tied two two going in the third period that this team unravels in the third and not just one goal, but a but a series of goals. And once they come out of that, they're so far behind that they can't catch up. This is fatal. They can't keep doing it mm. if they keep doing it. They may not make the playoffs, or if they do make the playoffs, it'll be a very short run. Yeah, they're up by five on Florida, sitting third in the Atlantic, 78 points. Can you believe there are only 15 games to go? How do they rectify these third-period woes in such a short period of time, Mike? The playoffs are basically around the corner. I don't know if they can, and that's the thing. I don't know if it's a... And you can't write this off as it's because they don't have Muzzin, CC, and Riley because they did this even before those players were injured. So it, whether it's a flaw in the roster, a flaw in the system, and it happened with Babcock, so it, it's happening with Keith, you know, we don't know. But I, I, I have a feeling that if, you know, they take an early exit in this postseason – and that, you know, the, the struggles of them defensively is, is the re- main reason why, then you're going to see some different players on this roster next, next, uh, next summer because, or next uh, fall because uh, they really, I mean, they cannot keep doing this and they have to get it, get it off their plate, so to speak. This is TLC. I'm NJ with MIB for Oak Ridge Ford. I have like thousands of dollars off 2020 f-150 right now contact me also some great used vehicles including mustangs the spring season is almost upon us it's almost mustang season i have a ton of them check me out on facebook at norm at oakridge ford if you're local or even if you're not i sell to a lot of people who are from like hundreds of kilometers away kilometer mike is kind of the Mm. distinction of distance that you guys don't typically use down there it's you deal with miles we deal with kilometers um thanks for that norm yeah i've got it's a a lesson every day on the combo Uh, we have lots of stuff get at me on facebook twitter wherever mike jack campbell's game haven't seen much of him didn't get a chance to play uh he's not getting a chance to play tonight against his former team whatever Uh, i thought he played okay it's just this group in front of him left a lot to be desired yeah no i thought he played i thought he played really well uh and the, the problem is is that when you 
when your team in front of you breaks down defensively. And like I said, it was 18 shots in the second period and he kept them in there. You know, they were down one, nothing going into the second period. Matthews tied up the game. And then, uh, uh, anti Samella scores, uh, on, I didn't think it was a particularly, uh, I mean, it was, it was, it would have been tough for him to stop. And then the, the two goals in the third period, I mean, one banged off the, off the back glass and was laying there. Justin hauled it and re- respond. And the, uh, Stefan Noisen um, was there, you know, before he did and, and, and cashed it in. And then Kane brings one off the off the far post and in. So I, I really can't uh, can't uh, fault Campbell for the loss. And I know I know I know that Lee fans like to fault the backup goaltender when he's in there. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that was Campbell's first regulation loss. And he has played really well. Um, now, I'm not surprised, you know, because Anderson would have been playing against his former team in the Ducks. Um, I, I, you know, Anderson's record against San Jose wasn't great career wise. So that was probably the reason they went with Campbell. Plus it gave Anderson, uh, a lot of rest, five, I think four or five days. So for this stretch run, you mm-hmm. can probably expect Anderson to play of the 15 remaining games, probably 12 of them. Can the Leafs lock in for the final 15 and win 16 out of however many games during the playoffs? Like, can they lock in and just go to work and win a championship uh, the from what we've seen this season mike and what we know of this group it's not possible this year so mm-hmm. victories like getting into the playoffs and maybe upsetting uh, one of the juggernauts in the east in the first round would be pretty much everything that we could ask for but upsetting one of those teams in the first round seems Mm -hmm. beyond monumental knowing the way this team plays and the fact that it just can't seem to lock in. Like Leaf fans are excited about a three game win streak. Forget about that. Win 12 in a row and make, make every team you play look like fools. The Leafs for as good as they are, just are nowhere near that level. Well, if, if you, and I, please, everybody throws the St. Louis blues and what happened last year uh, out as an example Remember, the St. Louis Blues, they were the worst team in the league in January. Then they had the best record after January 1st. They had they brought up a goaltender. They were solid defensively from January on to mm-hmm. the end of the season of the playoffs. The Leafs, you know, they've had their 10-game unbeaten streak. They won three in a row, but it's it's a roller coaster. And I, I the, the title of my blog yesterday referenced Mr. Hyde as opposed to Dr. Jekyll because that's what this team is. You know, it just it just is up and down, you know, great play and then terrible play. There's no consistency and consistency is is the uh you know, the lifeblood of of any professional sports team. You need to be consistent and consistently good to be able to win. And at the top level this team is great, but then they show incredible flaws and it's just not good enough what about lewis and martin and and martin and short and abbott and costello and laurel and hardy how do those legendary duos apply to what the maple leafs do because sometimes it's a comedy and sometimes it's just way too dramatic for me on twitter our glut of fans (laughs) forever leafs girl norm and mike kick the leafs in the ass and tell them to smarten up after that debacle against the San Jose Sharks. That was typical Leafs, you know, three wins in a row, and then they just kind of fall asleep. Who knows? Maybe they'll get one back against the Kings. Thorny wants to know about the team's commitment to 
aiding Austin Matthews in his pursuit of 50 goals. It's there's a there's a team objective, but 50 goals for for Matthews and a Rocket Richard Trophy would be not only terrific for him, but terrific for the organization. It would, but I have to point out that the three times that the, the Leafs had 50 goal scorers, they, I believe they barely made the playoffs in all three years <laughs> when Vibe scored 50. And then Larry, Gary Lehman scored 50 the one year and, and they, you know, they lost, I think to St. Louis in the first round. So, I mean, I, I'd love to see Austin Matthews break Vibe's record, but, and I know that he has support with the team, you know, Jack Campbell's growing a, a, a Matthews mustache and so is Kapanen. And what, you know, that's great. I mean, that's team camaraderie and I have no problem with that, but the end goal here for Lee fans is, gee, we have the rocket Richard trophy winner. No, the end goal is gee, we're rooting for a team that has a chance to win the Stanley cup. And right now, the way this team is playing, they don't now, maybe, in a in a year or two, with when they hit things straightened out, when they're maybe have you know uh, freed themselves of uh, certain roster um, situations in terms of salary cap, mm-hmm. and they're a better balanced team, things yeah. will work out. But right now, it, it, you know it's it, it's cotton candy to watch Austin Matthews score fifty four goals. What we want is a meat and potatoes meal of this team winning a Stanley Cup. Hell yeah, this is the combo for Oak Ridge Ford. <laughs> Rick Five set the record for goals in one season uh, as a Maple Leaf, 54 in 81-82. Yep. He also had 157 penalty minutes that mm-hmm. followed up on 229 penalty minute season in 80-81. Ricky Vive is 68. He finished his illustrious career in 0203 with the Dundas Real McCoys. So uh, we're thinking uh, when Austin Matthews has wrapped things up with the Leafs, he'll end up with the Tilsonburg Vipers. Uh, just to to wind down a career. Mike, we know Leaf fans, well, we think we know them. Um, We are a divisive group, right? You have a a faction of fans that uh, um, get behind a player and and create a a victimhood around that player. And in turn, they blame everybody else, right? And then you have some who... um, are just spiteful of everyone on the team. Just I asked in community, youtube.com slash the Leafs combo, hit the community tab, Leafs combo poll. Us Leaf fans, are we good fans? 116 votes. 34% believe we are a terrific fan base. 17%, and this is quite a bit, believe we are just terrible. 30%, and um, you know, this is a third of, of all uh, votes. Decent but divisive. I think that's sort of where we lie. And 19% say, hey, man, we're just fans. Any large fan base, I think, is divisive and has different factions to it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a New York Yankee fan when it comes to baseball. And you've got a certain amount of fans right now who think Giancarlo Stanton is stealing money because he pulls his calf every time he runs in the outfield. You know, I mean... I'm sure the guy wants to be out there and playing, but he really can't. Now, a lot of people, in turn, bringing it back to the Leafs, are a little resentful that, you know, that uh, Mitch Marner is making almost $11 million. And, you know, he's not a big goal scorer, but that was sort of cooked in the books when you signed him to a contract. You knew he was a premier playmaker and was probably going to score 20 goals. I mean, I, I can't criticize him because he deserves every dollar that he gets. But, you know, in, in the salary cap realm, you know, it, it's tough to justify that. And fans see, well, this team is limited in terms of what they can go out and get because they have three guys make 
million dollars. That that may be the reality. We we wow. know the salary cap is gonna is gonna go up this year. So I mean, I I, I wish that the fans would not resent guys like Marner or other players for for what they make. Uh, I, I just look at the situation as I've said many a time to the point of people getting nauseated about it. It can't con- it can't continue. Probably next year. I would say that one of that group of four and the, probably the one making the least of the four is probably going to get traded because they need to allocate money towards defense rather than forward. Mitch Marner's on a 95-point pace, okay? Points per game, he's 16th in the league. The same guy who gave William Nylander this amazing contract also signed Mitch Marner. Believe it or not, the Messiah likes more than just your guy. And the head coach you were excited about supplanting the nasty Mike Babcock loves the guy you are criticizing for making too much money. It is what it is. I'm staunch in this belief. The Leafs need Mitch Marner on the team almost as much as they need Austin Matthews on a consistent basis. If Mitch Marner were gone for a lengthy period of time, this team would feel it almost to the same level it would feel the absence of Austin Matthews. Last word to you. Yeah, the only criticism I've had recently, and I know that everybody wanted to see Matthews and Marner together, Matthews drives a line and Marner drives a line. And when both of them are together and you have Tavares and Nylander on the other line, I think Tavares does a good job, but I think he needs Marner back to basically have two lines that are producing at the same time. And maybe before the playoffs, that Does cha- Austin that Matthews but- want that, Mike? Austin Matthews, I, I, his I don't say, know. would carry a lot of weight if he's saying anything. I don't think Austin Matthews has a say in it, honestly. No. I think, and, and if he did, and if he did, I mean, he, how many times have we heard, well, he loves playing with William Nylander. So, you know, uh, I, I think Sheldon Keefe is the one who yeah. decides what, no. what the line is. You're right. And, and we're, we're talking about this as of right now. And, and Nylander's felt heat. We've defended him. Uh, we've been on him. Marner has felt heat. We've defended him. We've been on him. Austin Matthews has come out pretty unscathed this year because he's really developed not only uh, on the offensive side of things to a greater level, but his two-way game has improved. And you know he's just he's just fantastic. They're all fantastic. And for uh, all the arguments we have about who should stay, who should go, who's producing to their um, to full value, who is not, the Leafs need everyone playing at peak, at their very best, all together, to do anything of substance throughout the rest of this regular season and into the playoffs. We can argue all we want and go on about dream scenarios or nightmare situations. This team that we are so concerned about but deeply love and deeply um, hope the best for needs to come together and make it happen. Because if this isn't a well-oiled machine that is blasting on all cylinders all together, it is going nowhere. Mike, enjoy the game. Leafs-Kings tonight and then the Leafs-Ducks. I know that's a big one in your life. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Norm.